ಯಾವದ್ವಿತ್ತೋಪಾರ್ಜನ ಸಕ್ತ ತಾವನ್ ನಿಜ ಪರಿವಾರೋ ರಕ್ತ ಪಶ್ಚಾಜೀವತಿ ಜರ್ಜರ ದೇಹೆ ವಾರ್ತಾಂ ಕೋಪಿ ನ ಪೃಚ್ಛತಿ ಗೇಹೆ ವಾಟ್ ಡಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೀನ್ ಅಮ್ಮ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಟೇಕನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಭಜಗೋವಿಂದ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ ಟು ವರ್ಡ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಯಾವತ್ ಟಿಲ್ ವಿಚ್ ಟೈಮ್ ವಿತ್ತೋಪಾರ್ಜನ ಕೇಪಬಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಅರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಸಕ್ತ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಕೇಪಬಲ್ ತಾವತ್ ಟಿಲ್ ದಟ್ ಟೈಮ್ ನಿಜ ಪರಿವಾರ ಹಿಸ್ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲಿ ಅನುರಕ್ತ ಆರ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಪಶ್ಚಾತ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ದಟ್ ಜೀವತಿ ಹಿ ಲಿವ್ಸ್ ಜರ್ಜರ ದೇಹೆ ಇನ್ ಎ ಬ್ಯಾಟರ್ಡ್ ಸಿಕ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಹೋಪ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ನೋ ಒನ್ ವಾರ್ ತಾಮ್ ಹಿಸ್ ವೇರ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಪೃಚ್ಛತಿ ಗೇಹೆ ವಿಲ್ ಎನ್ಕ್ವೈರ್ ಇನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಹೌಸ್ the translation as long as a person is capable of earning his relatives are all interested in him after that he leads his life in a battered weak body and nobody even inquires about his well being and whereabouts in the house the aligned shloka goes like this ಅರ್ಥಮನರ್ಥಂ ಭಾವಯ ನಿತ್ಯಂ ನಾಸ್ತಿ ತುಖಲೇಶ ಸತ್ಯಂ ಪುತ್ರಿ ಧನ ಭಾಜಾಂ ಭೀತಿ ಸರ್ವತ್ರೇಷ ವಿಹಿತ ರೀತಿ ಅರ್ಥಂ ವೆಲ್ತ್ ಅನರ್ಥಂ ಯೂಸ್ಲೆಸ್ ಭಾವಯ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ನಿತ್ಯಂ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ nasti there isn't sukhaha happiness tatha there leshaha even a little bit satyam this is true putradapi even from children dhanabhajam the division of wealth and its expectation bhitihi that fear is there sarvatra everywhere esha this vihita ritihi is the custom the translation is don't put all your expectations only on your wealth it is useless it does not give you happiness even from your own children there is always a threat of your wealth being stolen and taken away both of these shlokas are from bhajagovindam this is also known as the moha mudgara or the destroyer of illusion it is a very popular devotional poem composed by adi shankaracharya the story goes that adi shankaracharya saw that there was an old man who was reciting the rules of sanskrit grammar he was so engrossed in this task that he was almost killed by a chariot that was passing by Adi Shankaracharya was horrified by this incident. He realized that the scholar was wasting his time on things that would not benefit him in his afterlife. And that is how Bajagovindam was composed on the spur of the moment. So the first 13 stanzas are said to be composed impromptu by Adi Shankaracharya. The next 14 verses 
were composed by each of his 14 disciples. Although they say this, we don't have verifiable text saying who composed which shlokas. Adi Shankaracharya finally composed four more shlokas and completed the set of Bhajagovindam shlokas. So this is a set of 31 shlokas in total. Incidentally, this is one of the very few works of Adi Shankaracharya where he is promoting the bhakti marga or service through devotion versus his usual philosophy where he gives prominence to knowledge. At first glance, these two shlokas look very depressing. Let's give it a new perspective. Yavadvitto parjana saktaha. As long as a person is capable of earning. Plan your old age well in advance so that you keep earning even in your old age. Tavan nijaparivaro raktaha. Your family and surrounding will definitely be interested in you. Paschat jivati jarjara dehe. Why do you want to live in a battered body in your old age? Have a healthy lifestyle and an exercise habit. Keep your fitness level good even into your advanced years so that even if you do get any diseases, your body reacts in a better way and you are not a burden on your people. So I would call this as a warning shloka. Again, coming to the second shloka. Artham anartham bhavaya nityam. Of course, we need money for everything. But money is not the the all and end all. You have other pursuits, other habits and lead a good life. Nasti tata sukha lesha satyam. If you invest all your thought, work and time only in money, you will definitely not get all the happiness. Putradapi dhana bhajam biti. Keep your children away from your money. Help them to whatever extent possible. But then, don't give them full control. This is the way the world goes. When I was reading the second shloka, one of the meanings for artha was possessions. Artham and artham can also mean that possessions are calamitous. A lot of possessions can become clutter. And personally, cluttered spaces restrict my thoughts. Sometimes even the simple act of cleaning my apartment and getting rid of things gives me relief. I'm reminded of Diwali Ki Safai, which happens just before Diwali. The belief is removing clutter from one's home will prevent ill fortune. Let me give examples of two pertinent personalities. For the first sloka, the person I think of is Mr. Amitabh Bachchan, my all-time favorite. He is gracefully growing old. He is earning even into his 80s. And he is keeping himself fairly fit, though he has gone through and is still going through multiple medical issues. For the second shloka, the person who comes to my mind is Sri Vijaypat Singhania. So he was the chairperson of the Raymond Suitings Group. He was cheated out of all his wealth by his son, Gautam Singhania. And currently, he is leading a very pathetic life, unable to afford anything. 
the second shloka also reminds me of minimalism a minimalist person is someone who has a simple uncluttered lifestyle they don't believe in owning things for the sake of owning they only keep what is truly important to them so for a minimalist happiness translates to being free of stress caused by worldly possessions and belongings the second shloka reminds me of warren buffett i really like what he's done even though he is a billionaire he decided to give away a part of his wealth as inheritance to each of his children and he decided to let them do whatever they want with it he has also made arrangements so that he will have foundations in the name of each of his children which will give them enough money to let them lead a simple and comfortable life but not necessarily a rich and luxurious one his philosophy is that each person should earn their own wealth he's done an excellent job of earning his own wealth already in his lifetime he has donated tens of billions of dollars to charity he has also pledged to give away 99% of his wealth to charity i think this is a great work ethic you earn money and you also do good with your money but don't let the money go to your head adi shankara wrote this shlokas in the 8th century and see how pertinent they are even to this day it is all a matter of interpretation look at it one way it's depressing look at it the other way it's stimulating so that's it for today let us know what incidents and whom these shlokas reminded you of see you in the next episode